0: Previously on Wild Endeavors In the wake of Fenn's death and Elief’s departure, the party begrudgingly agreed to work together long enough to escape the strange house and its doors that turn into walls. They were then confronted by another poor soul trapped in the house. After another tense showdown, weapons were lowered and the four set about trying to make their way out of the manor. Between rooms that seem to move, walls that bleed, apparitions, and a hallway made of flesh, the group has their work cut out for them. This is the Shadows Campaign, featuring Amy Jostineau as the tiefling thief Calico Bane.
1: Well, technically, it was an act of mercy.
0: Adam Rogers as the human fighter Hans Greger. I like Draw My Sword even more. Evan Chamberlain as the elven wizard Leandros Lubacar.
2: Leandros is going to look at Hans and
0: and go, I really don't care. And Devin Salisbury as the human gunslinger Quintus Arias. Don't drink the poison. Probably a good start. And I'm Thomas Marcetti, your DM and the twisted mind behind this house of horrors. And now, Chapter 14, Darkness Within. Four of you are in a bedroom within the house. There's a large wood-framed bed with a like a mouldering <laughs> feather mattress on it. There is a one door in addition to the one you, you came through, um, and that is to the left. At the foot of the bed is a locker that you have searched through. There's a large wardrobe opposite the door to the left that you haven't looked in.
3: I think the best thing we can do is just proceed forward. Okay. So,
0: you open the door to the left and walk into a long, pretty empty-looking room. The ceiling comes to a peak. Above you, um, definitely makes you think you're in like an attic. The floor is wooden slats uh, that have been polished by years and years of feet and objects, you know, being slid across them. Uh, a number of timber posts rise up through the floor and into the roof. Um, periodically along this, it's a pretty long room, probably about uh, like 100 feet long, maybe about 40 feet wide there are just enough of those timber posts that you kind of have to move around just a little bit to like to see every part of the room it looks like the room is empty save for a pile of clothes um in the middle of the room probably about uh, about 50 feet away from where you are right now as you look around you realize that there's not actually a door behind you anymore there's just a like trap door in the floor even though you just walked through a door
3: lovely
1: can we open the door and peek inside?
3: This place is getting weirder the further we go in. That <sighs> oh, reminds me of our summer home.
1: Do you have any of those, like, firebomb things left? Can't we just, like, bust a hole open in a wall?
2: I mean, this house is very magical. I imagine that wouldn't really work.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: As you are talking, a set of wet footprints... Suddenly appear on the floor in front of you. Nope, nope. nope. And step by step, a new, like, wet footprint walks its way across the room towards that pile of clothes.
1: (laughs) Is it gonna put it on? I can't handle
0: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Somebody have, like, paint or something we could throw at the wet footstep?
3: Wait, why don't you like wet footsteps?
1: (laughs) Because it's forming toward the pile of clothes. It means there's, like, a ghost or something.
3: (laughs) What <laughs> if it's? In front of he's naked?
1: Or a naked, see-through are person? You, I don't know.
4: Are you afraid of ghosts? Someone? I want to say is somebody there? There's
0: no response.
1: Um, I'm going to throw one of my throwing daggers toward the wet footprint. Instead of walking.
0: Okay. So the, the footprints have have stopped near that pile of clothes, and so as you throw your dagger, it kind of arcs and comes down like into the clothing, and you can see that there's probably not just clothes there because your dagger kind of like sticks into something and is kind of slightly standing up in that pile.
2: Oh,
4: lovely. Hans is going to walk over to the pile and kind of rustle stuff around.
0: Okay.
1: Tell Hans to be careful.
0: (laughs) As you get closer... Thank you, Calico. You realize that the pile of clothes is actually a body and it's a person laying spread eagle in a circle of demonic runes the man is young his flesh is kind of like taut to his skin like he's been drying out although there's no other signs of him of like rot the remains of his blonde hair falls around his head almost like a halo he's wearing fairly simple traveling clothes in addition to the dagger that Calico threw at him, you can see there's a knife wound in the center of his chest, and there is a silver locket around
3: his neck. I would like to go up and inspect the runes. and He was going to check the runes. I was going to say that I wanted to check the locket. Okay.
0: Okay. So, Leandros, why don't you roll a spout lower
3: on the, the runes?
2: Uh, It's going to be 11 plus 3, so...
0: Okay. You're not familiar with these specific runes, but you are familiar with, like, the type of runes that they are and probably, like, the type of circle that this is. It would be part of a ritual, essentially, like, a ritual, like, sacrifice. And and so this circle of runes would trap the life energy or possibly even, like, the soul of the sacrifice so that it can be then, like, channeled somewhere else... uh, depending on, you know, whoever's running the ritual and, like, where they want okay. that to go.
2: I'm going to write this down in my book. Okay. For just,
0: uh, you know, to remember by. Sure. To yeah, make a note of that. It was, like, house sacrifice runes.
1: As a tiefling, would I have a better understanding of the runes?
0: I think that you might be able to decipher the runes, a li- or, like, or might be you know they might seem more familiar to you, but not having, like... Uh, an arcane background or having studied ar- arcane abilities see. or arcane functions what they are specifically wouldn't be as clear to you uh, Quintus, <laughs> taking a look at the pendant it's a brown, almost like coin shaped type pendant on the top of it there's the engraving of a kingfisher swooping and on the back of the pendant are the initials SK
3: does it open up? it does not okay. Just a pendant. Oh, I think we found SK here. Can I see that locket? I'd like to see if it's magical.
2: By all means. Can I detect magic?
0: Sure. Roll it up. That's a seven. Okay. It does not appear to be magical.
2: I would like to tell Quintus that it is magical, so I can keep it. I'll say this. This pendant, I do believe, holds SK. I believe it holds his soul. Very powerful necromancers can trap items, and almost like soul gems. I am a very big study of the arcane, and I myself can do such a thing. Very hard, of course, and but it can be done. I can demonstrate if you
3: like. You know, maybe don't do that now, but uh, perhaps <laughs> if you feel inclined later, whenever we're out of this place... That, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, But that, sure, go... Mm, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hang on to it. So it was was he like being secretive towards me about it? It no? sounded okay. like it. Okay. I mean, I really? I don't know what he was doing. And he's like
2: trying to be like a charlatan about it. Like, okay. very powerful. You do not want to touch
3: it. I mean, you're you're hey, you know it more than I. And if you want to keep this to yourself, then by all means. I mean, your 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 secret is safe with my indifference.
1: <laughs> so where do the watery footprints come into it?
3: They seem to
0: end like at the edge of the circle.
1: Can you bring yeah. like the ears and things into that circle? Does it is anything happen if you do that?
0: It does not uh, appear to have any effect.
1: Oh,
2: is he? Is is this body missing any ears or eyes? Nope.
1: I'm just saying if it was, something magical would happen, because your whole they took his soul thing. I didn't know if the house had taken the soul of whoever SK was. So it seemed alive. because they transferred it. No reaction from us. Okay, hey,
4: cool. <laughs> So, <clears throat> why did this whole Leandro's... Was this just, like, kind of joke that just went on really long? Like, him kind of trying to say that it was magical, or what?
1: Yes. Oh. He just wanted to keep it. You'll
4: never know. All right, good one, your, ca- your characters
3: don't know. Okay. So what do we want to do with this body?
1: Um, I would say leave it.
3: Do you about that or this body?
1: You can't Am go I around carrying all head the head? bodies that we discover.
3: I will say, like, while we have, like, a moment to ourselves here... Uh, First, I you know just at least I wanted to apologize. I might have come off a bit strong when we first met, and that was uh, that was my bad. But uh, I wasn't sure if you were with the uh, the people I was tracking, and I've been tracking these guys for a long time, and it's kind of personal. So,
1: who was it you're but, tracking?
3: You, I, I told you it was the Glass Brothers.
1: Oh right, my bad.
4: Sorry, it feels like it's almost been weeks, even though it's just been minutes. Uh, <laughs>
3: no, yeah. But yeah, I, I I came off strong. I mean, these guys are are very dangerous, and you guys don't seem to be part of them, so let's just uh, try to get out of this place. Our
2: circumstances make us allies. I agree. Stating office. Awesome. I, I will awesome. say this. I will say this. Quintus correct? With a G?
1: Mm, yes, yeah, well, Gwyn.
3: Um, it's definitely with a Q. I thought you had some intelligence amongst you, but I guess not. Wow.
1: Uh, hey, I'm actually really smart. I just like making fun of people, so
3: hey. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I
2: understand if you. If you make it out of this alive, I would, uh, I, would, I would like to share and compare notes on this this item that you have that makes this thunderous sound. I've never seen anything like it. Well, oh, this is a rough?
3: family heirloom, and this will stay with me and only me, so sorry. I, I would just like to examine it. I wouldn't like to take it apart or anything. That's okay. Don't trust him. I can I show you a, few things. I want to. Well. I'll, I'll walk away from him now and explore the rest of the room and see what else there is. Okay.
0: <laughs> as uh, Quintus leaves the circle, um, can I have everybody roll just two d
3: six straight up?
1: Oh no! Oh, Eleven.
3: All right, ten. Uh, I rolled a six as well.
2: Hans six and six?
0: Leandro's have a six. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So what else would you guys like to do? the 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 rest of the room appears empty. Um, what up? I hate it when you do that. You know. <laughs> I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> Is there um, a window?
0: There, there's not. There's really, there's really nothing else in the room other than the the trap door.
1: Can we look in the trap door or open the trap door?
0: Yeah, when you open the trap door, you get kind of a probably a little bit of uh, vertigo as you're looking down and you see like the trapdoor. it seems to like open up like a normal door would into a hallway but
3: you're looking down cool. can I take like okay. one step like on what would I guess be the floor for for entering
1: and can I throw one of like, down it
3: just walk yeah. in
0: yeah as you as you step like across the threshold you find yourself standing in the hallway and there's a door behind you um, that now seems to like, even though it's behind you, it looks like your companions are looking
3: down at you through. It. <laughs> I'll look, uh, I look back at Calico and I'll say, "This is, this is fucking weird."
1: <laughs> yeah, this whole house is weird, so I don't know what to tell you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I, I, I'll just wait, I guess, at that point until they would, I guess, finish doing what they're doing and continue forward. If we're done with the body and everything, I think we should go.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's go that way. Like
4: we, we already like looted it for whatever it had, right?
1: Yeah. yeah
0: I didn't really have anything
3: else other than that pendant. Did you? Did you actually try to move the body? I mean, did I examined you? it. I know, but like, could you move it? Yeah. I. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I, yeah, know I mean, I think like if you guys stuck. like you know
0: we were able to like roll it over or like you know move the arms or something like that, it didn't it didn't seem like stuck in place or anything.
1: Do we, could we take it out of the circle?
0: If you want to, yeah.
1: Oh, I don't want to. i was just seeing if it was possible.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you get the impression that like whatever magic was
3: done there happened is happened. is done. It's been it's been spent. Could I also right. draw cool. an assumption about what who that was, or is that like you can about, draw like, whatever, whatever assumptions yeah, yeah. you want? Yeah, I'd say like because I mean I could assume that maybe this was the person looking for SK that we've been reading the letters from.
1: Are you sharing that with the
3: group? Yeah, yeah, I would share that with the group. I mean, I mean, I don't, it doesn't make sense for SK to wear a pendant with his initials on it, his or hers. So, there was no other notes or anything in that room, was there? Nope. Okay. Continue forward. Okay. As you all come, the rest of you come through the
0: trapdoor and kind of you know reorient into this hallway. You realize that it is the hallway that you first came into when you came, like you walked up the stairs. Um, so, at the very far end of this hallway, the stairs going back down into the foyer. There's a door on the left and a door on the right.
1: Well, we already we went through one of those, didn't
0: we? hmm Which one did we go through last time, the left one? The one that is now on your left, yes. Okay,
1: so let's go in the one on our right.
0: Boom. Okay. Making decisions. Right. <laughs> okay. The door opens. <clears throat> and you are greeted by a, a dank, moist breath of air. Smells like a dog that's been eating rotting meat. No. Ahead of you, a hallway extends several hundred feet into shadow. The walls, floor, and ceiling are all seem to be covered with a pinkish-gray substance that reminds you of flesh or intestines. Along the floor and ceiling, there are small protrusions like little stalagmites and stalactites. They're not enough to get in the way, but they're they're spaced out uh, all the way down the hallway.
3: Made our way through there, avoiding spikes
0: so you make your way down several hundred feet down this hallway um, into the shadows and eventually coming to the a small cul-de-sac with three doors one on the left one that goes straight ahead and one on your right
3: i I guess try the one on the right and the left as we go whatever one's closer or if they're the same i don't know
0: they're the same distance like it's uh it's a very small like little round room so like with probably with the four of you like all three doors are within arm's reach
1: okay so we're gonna open all of the doors to see what we
0: open all of them at once which Which door do you open first all All of them we say
3: one two three and we open go yeah
0: okay um (laughs) we open a paradox (laughs) The the three of you they're trying to open, go ahead and roll f- for that. I'll oh, just, take the just door for on the, the right.
1: I'm not I'm the not I'm
3: just watching it. this, by the way. I'll take the one in the f- directly in front of us.
1: Alright, I guess I'm on left then. Oh yeah. Um what do we add any modifiers to that?
3: No. Okay. Eight. I also have eight.
1: I have eleven. Ooh.
3: No. Okay. Calico wins.
1: My dice really like me, I don't know what it is
0: the three of you do a pretty good job uh, of pulling at the exact, like, you know, on the count of three or whatever you do. And so as you, the three of you pull at the same time, none of the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course. So I just like look at them. And then after that, I try mine separately.
0: Okay. That's fine. And which door was yours again? Left. The
1: left.
0: Yours was left? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... This door, when you try by yourself, the door opens into another bedroom. This one contains a large bed uh, with two end tables, or like, you know, nightstand. Body parts um, in the closet. Mounted on the wall next to the wardrobe is a full-length mirror with an ornate wooden frame. There's a small nook off to the right in the room. It contains a crib that is covered with a black shroud. And there's a door to the left <laughs> And one straight ahead
1: uh, I'm going to close that door and say nope and you to tell them to ch- check the other two <laughs> Wow Look, you don't play with the demon babies
2: <laughs> You don't know me very well I'll, I'll take your word for that one Okay, um, well,
1: Leandra, there's a if... crib that has a black thing over it That probably holds something ominous So that's all you
3: I'll try my door while they have that conversation, and what does that look like on that side? Uh, it does not open. Damn!
1: Oh.
4: Yeah, it's like one door at a time.
3: I guess, yeah, you, you activate one, they it'll shut down.
1: Yeah. yeah we have to go into the creepy baby room. Yeah, and there, there go,
4: like, There's no take back backs, right? Like, we you gotta go on the one way open. Unless you wanna go back down the hallway. Okay. Fuck that. That'll take forever. Ugh. Hans will just walk in the damn room, I don't care.
0: Okay. Hell yeah. Hans, as you walk into the room, you suddenly feel a stinging pain on the back of your neck. Mosquito. Ah! It feels, it feels like something, like, scratching or, or has, like, clawed across your neck. It's the demon baby. me. Can I, like, I draw my sword and kind of, like
4: spin around. You can.
0: Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything in the room. Nothing seems to have moved or...
4: I, like, walk back out and I, like, try and show Calico my neck.
0: Is there any scratches back here?
1: Can I detect magic on his neck?
0: You can. Go ahead and roll it. You do, however, see three deep slash marks, as if by, like, pretty serious fingernails or, like, claws of some sort. Um, not enough to have damaged Hans, but they are, uh, they are there.
1: Oh, it's a, a nine.
0: Okay. So with a roll like that, you can, you have to choose one of these three. Oh, um, yeah. in addition to casting the spell, you draw unwelcome attention. You, the spell disrupts the fabric of reality. So you take a minus one on going for casting that spell. Um, or you forget it until you have time to rest again.
1: Draw unwanted attention. Oh, great. Unwanted <laughs> attention might be answers.
0: It might be another ghost.
1: Yeah, that, that's you.
0: There is something magical about the,
3: the scratches.
1: Oh, this is terrifying.
3: Well, let's all go into this room, because yes. it's the only way to go, and yeah. just be as prepared as we can.
1: Okay.
0: As you all step back into the room, uh, the door closes behind you and out of the empty-looking wardrobe, a figure steps through the back wall as if they were very ghost-like, but as soon as they are in the room, they, f- they seem very flesh and blood. Although most of that flesh is rotting and sloughing off, uh, like there's big chunks of it, more like skin flaps hanging down from this thing. You can see exposed muscles, some some bones. It's slack-jawed, and its eyes
3: have rolled up into its head. It begins to sh- shamble forward. I'm ready in my gun. Uh, kill it, kill it, kill it! it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fi- I'm, I'll take a shot at him.
1: I am going to... Do
3: I assume that it's you? the thing that scratched <laughs> me? I don't know, do you?
4: Yeah. does it does its hands look like it could have scratched me like
0: it's got some pretty funky finger okay <laughs> well i think like if i saw it i would immediately try to hit it okay because you're a little bit closer we can we'll resolve your attack and then quintus is shooting at it so okay eight okay as it's shambling forward just beginning to like reach out toward the group you come in with your sword go ahead and roll your damage
4: Nine.
0: Okay, so you cut into this thing pretty deeply, like, right across the middle. Some more, like, of its its intestines kind of spilling out of this big gash in its stomach. But as you did that, like, you brought yourself closer, and it was already kind of, like, moving in on the group. So it is also going to grab onto your shoulders. And when that happens, you feel a little sleepy.
1: Oh,
0: Fucked up. The rest of you see Hans start to look just a little bit older, and Hans is now in fact. What does my hair
4: look like?
0: Uh, well, you're you're 20 years older, so you Damn. tell me.
4: I don't even know how old I was.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think I was like
4: I picture myself being like 25, like well, I I okay. was like five years old. Super young, crazy. but like old enough to still be like kind of cocky and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Okay.
0: Well, so you are now forty-five. Oh, fuck me. Okay. All right.
4: My turn. Mm-hmm. Did I take any damage?
0: No. It just took mm. twenty years of your life. <laughs> that Eleven. Sucks.
3: That's a good hit. This is definitely undead, correct? Yep. Twelve damage. Okay. Yeah. So you you put it down. What does that look like? Oh, it just uh, like seeing him like just after touching. Uh, Hans and, like, just seeing him instantly, like, age, I'm like, yeah, no, uh, forget this. And I just kind of aim, loud cacophonous boom goes off. And kind of like a holy, like, glow from the bullet strikes it and just... It it almost makes it, like, extend and get bigger and bigger and just, like, scatter.
0: Okay. You are all deafened for just that moment, and... As your ears are still ringing, um, as this thing explodes, um, you are now all also covered in white guts.
1: Oh, Whoa. Jesus! Well, I mean, okay. Oh,
3: <laughs> did it hit me too? Oh, oh yeah. Man. Um, I
1: mean, Hans
0: took room. the brunt of it, but okay. you all got some. Thanks,
1: Hans.
2: Presentation on myself. I'm not. I'm not doing that.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you're you're all clean then. The rest of you are covered in, or yeah, to some degree.
3: In, I just uh, uh, I like start wiping it off. I'm like, yeah, dangers of the job. <laughs> 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 dangers of the job. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: so as you are looking down where at what's left of this thing, like the pile of it that's left on the ground, you see that like just under the edge of the wardrobe, there is another like crumpled piece of paper.
1: Oh look, another note. Let's read it.
0: It is in the same handwriting that you've been seeing from the other notes. Although now this is, it's incredibly jagged and sloppy, and the the lines of text—they're definitely not at all horizontal anymore. They're just kind of up and down, and you know wherever you found space on the page. This particular one also appears to ha- uh, be spotted with tears and has some dried blood smeared onto it. From what you can make out, it says from the mouth to the throat to the belly of the beast the gatekeeper cannot hear my pleas. It cannot see my suffering. It cannot tell me the way. It cannot walk the path. It cannot offer me aid.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I'll hang on to that one.
0: Is there anything else you would like to do? in the? I'll check the crew. We don't find
2: anything useful in there, do we?
0: Are you looking? I would like to look, please. So Quinn said he was checking the crib. When you pull aside that black shroud, you see a small, like, tightly wrapped baby-sized bundle lying in, like, amidst a very cushioned, like, silk interior
3: of this crib. I'm going to poke it with my gun a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Nothing seems to happen. I'll kind of try to unwrap it or roll it over. No!
4: Don't do it!
0: As you begin to unwrap it, cloth that was, like, used to, like, swaddle this thing is, like, very long, almost more, like, scarf-like. You know, you're really kind of, like, pulling it off and pulling it off and pulling it off. And then suddenly the thing just falls limp. There's nothing inside this scarf, even though it seems like just a moment ago there was something that was, like, holding the shape of, like, a baby.
1: Uh, I don't like this cloth.
3: There's just, like, this kind of semi-long scarf. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, how long are we talking? Like, like Doctor Who? Long? <laughs> I'd say a good seven feet, yeah. Oh? I mean, is it nice? Is it nasty looking? I don't...
1: No, it's Do not nice. keep the creepy scarf. That's creepy. Yeah,
3: I'm going to hold on to it. I don't know what this is. I'm not going to wear it, but I'll pocket it to have it checked out.
0: Looking over the rest of the room,
3: there doesn't really seem to be
0: too much else in here. Aside from, like, the furniture and, like, the like the bed linens. And even, you know, not, even though the white came out of it, like, the the wardrobe it seems empty. There's the door you came in, um, the door that was on the left, and then the door
3: straight across from where you came in.
4: Left?
3: Question. As I know this is, like, familiar to us, so, like, we can't choose a different door than we originally went through, right? So. Correct. L- and it's up to you guys. I
1: mean, we could open the left door and see what is there.
0: hans
3: opens
0: the left door uh the door opens up into a room that's probably about 20 by 25 feet it has two ornate fainting couches that are like parallel in the center of the room and then like in between them kind of forming like a circle there's a number of like overstuffed chairs and a couple like what we would think of as like a coffee tables um, in front of those those fainting couches the walls of the room are entirely covered with glass cases filled with mounted butterflies of all shapes sizes and colors sitting on one of the tables is a jar, which appears to hold three live butterflies that are fluttering around, and at the bottom of the jar is a large, golden yellow gemstone.
4: I um, I feel like I, like, because we're hesitant to go in, like, I kind of was like peeking my head in to look around, mm-hmm. and I like, turn back, and I look to everybody, and I say, I'm not gonna lie, this room looks pretty comfortable. <laughs> and I just walk in and go, like, straight to the and pick up the jar. Okay.
0: What are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'll walk into it. Why not? Okay. Hans, what are you doing with the jar?
4: I feel like I'm kind of like picking it up and I'm like kind of spinning it around and um, I'm like <laughs> tapping on the top to see <laughs> if it affects
0: the butterflies or not. Um, it doesn't seem to like they're they're kind of fl- two of them are kind of like fluttering around and one is like hanging onto the like one of the walls of the jar and just kind of like um, batting its wings. They are blue, a really deep blue with like patches of like red and yellow. I guess I'm I'm kind of picturing like a, like a monarch style of pattern, but with like blue and red and yellow instead. And the gemstone. Uh, at the bottom of the jar appears to be—it's a pretty good size. It's really well cut. Depending on how well you know gems, you would say it's—it's it's worth quite a bit. Can Calico
4: like detect magic like multiple times, or is that like a one-time mm-hmm. thing?
0: I mean, I could
2: do it too, you know.
4: Okay. Right well, then yeah, anyway, I'm, so I'm like holding the jar, and I'm like, someone, somebody, should probably do that uh, detect magic thing?"
1: I'll do on it. This
4: guy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Standing right next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, whoever's doing it, roll it up.
1: Got a tent. Okay,
0: so that is good. There's definitely some magic. The jar itself uh, is giving off that aura of magic, that that glimmer.
4: I do have to like catch myself. I didn't pick it up with two hands. I don't think because I I, gotta remember, I got to remember. I think pretty sure I still got then slim over. Yeah. Like left side, oh, which good, I would yeah, say good, good my, good non, my non-dominant side at least, so I can still wield my sword. I picked it up with one hand and, and kind of was moving it around. This is really sad. I'm carrying around a dead body so just throwing that was You know, I wish we were famous enough to have like a fan art. Yeah. So I asked. Um, so I said, "Well, what should we do with it? Uh, we probably, I guess, should like release the butterflies. They might pop out we of here." Attack butterflies.
1: But- Attack. <laughs> Or they can mutate into the people that are apparently missing from wherever, right? Maybe?
4: Like the gem is keeping them in this thing?
3: I don't sure. Know. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> is I this guess. gonna turn into the bad guy from the magician Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Oh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll take a look at it. Give it to Leandro. Okay. I wanna smash it on the ground. And he said, When he goes to do that, I see
4: what he does after I hand it to him. I just say, fuck.
1: but it just opened it you didn't have to throw it
0: so could have done a lot of things as it shatters on the ground a a swarm of butterflies comes pouring out of the wreckage of the jar in between kind of like all the fluttering of their wings as they kind of as they swarm throughout the room you can see that the gem is not among the broken pieces of glass at the jar, but there is a, what looks like a human tongue um, that is now lying on the floor, and I'm gonna need all four of you to make, uh, to roll plus con. As the, the butterflies are kind of, like, landing on you, and you can feel some of them starting to, like, to bite you.
3: Butterflies 11. are nice creatures. I don't know what you're talking about. These are not butterflies. Twelve. Nine. Okay. Okay.
0: Six. Um, (laughs) Mark experience? Mark experience.
4: Ooh. See, this is like it wants you to fail. Get
0: excited. (laughs) Okay, so Calico and Leandros are fine. Quinn and Hans, um, you feel some, like, venom begin to flow through your veins, like, from some of the these bites. Almost immediately, your flesh kind of starting to warm up, like, with that, that feeling of fever um, that slowly spreads through your body. I'm looking
4: <laughs> at Leandros, like, shaking my head. Like, you,
1: like, yeah, I know no. I can't
4: say it to him because he kind of owns me, but I'm, like, thinking, like, you
0: <laughs> <laughs> You both Told are going to take shaky debility. So that's minus one to dexterity rolls. And Hans are also feeling fairly nauseated, so you're going to take the sick debility as well. What does that do? It's minus one to your Khan rolls. So should we we know how long this
3: lasts next
0: Tuesday? Yeah, for debilities, you can either be healed by magic, by potions, or three days of rest per debility.
4: What would a healing potion do?
0: You either get ten hit points, or you can remove one debility.
4: As soon as things calm down, let's say like I get my senses back together and I drink the
0: remaining healing potion I have
4: after. Well, no, I guess I still have the one, yeah. I still have the one healing potion, that I was going to give defend four, three, not three, and no, Calico Merc to me, but. <laughs> Okay.
0: Can I grab the tongue? Leandros, you stoop down and pick up the tongue. It feels cold to the touch, just like the ears did. Well, I have the eye, too, right? Yeah, and the eye, yeah. And so the butterflies are still swarming around the room, and you now notice that some of the butterflies inside the cases are starting to as well. They're waiting. Wow. Get, get out. out of here. Time to get out of here. There is the a door, door to the left, um, straight ahead from where you came in, and one to the right.
1: To the right, to the right, to the right.
0: Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm shoulder charging at the door. <laughs> okay. Door opens and you are met with a dank moist waft of air it smells like a dog's breath it's been eating rotting meat Boy, the nice. hallway extends several hundred feet into shadow the walls floor and ceiling seem to be made of flesh or intestines there are stalactite and stalagmite type uh, almost like teeth poking through the ceiling and the floor of the hallway I hate it. Uh, I feel like there's
4: a combination here Like we need to go in one certain door Then we go in the other door And then we go in the other We're not figuring this out
0: I think it might be entirely possible That there is some sort of pattern here <laughs> yeah.
4: Unfortunately None of us have written anything down To remember which door we went in Nope <laughs> so did um, we on the left?
1: one that I opened was the left one And yeah. then we went in the right one And then now we're in the left one our right
0: one. you just went to the right so if you, you all make your way into the hallway the the butterflies don't f- follow door closes behind you and you kind of have that moment you know away from the butterflies if Hans is gonna drink his potion
3: yeah um, I took the I'll, I'll drink uh, I'll drink my potion as well and get rid of my shaky debility okay
0: so and because it has a little
3: been a little while for us in
0: real life if any of you want to see if your characters have picked up on anything tell me something like about them or about their training that would lend to them basically like innately keeping track of some of that sort of stuff
1: um i would be checking for traps because i'm a trap expert Mm
3: -hmm. i would
1: so any sort of things like that i would notice
3: I mean, I, I don't have anything marked down, but I would like to think that my character would have, like, some sort of chalk or some sort of, like, device or something to mark things. And I think I would attempt to be, like, marking, like, doors as we go. Or at least, like, maybe, like, like next to doors or, like, on the walls. Um, I'll say that, you, yeah, you can have chalk, Um, and you can certainly start
0: doing that. Uh, well, Hans
4: doesn't know shit, so... <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, <laughs> he is uh, all about fighting. No, that's
1: yeah. All of my expertise uh, is in poisons, and the, but the, I am a I am a thief. So whatever thief things, <laughs>
0: so I feel like a
1: thief would like pay attention to how to get in and out of places.
0: Calico, if you want to do a discern realities, um, you can see how well you've done with that.
1: Okay, ten.
0: Okay, so this would be in regard to your like your path through the house so far right you can ask three of the following questions what happened here recently what Uh is about to happen what should i be on the lookout for what here is useful or valuable who's really in control here and what here is not what it appears to be
1: okay i want to ask who's in control here
0: Given the rooms are not, like, in the order that you would expect them to be, it certainly seems that the house itself isn't in control. Ugh.
1: Okay. What here is not what it appears to be?
0: Because you have come back to this hallway so many times now, it certainly seems like this hallway might not be part of, like, the physical structure of the house.
1: Okay. But if I ask what happened, can I get a path of where we went? Or is it just what just happened
0: no for that i would give you kind of um some information on like what like the different door choices have meant
1: okay let's do that
0: okay okay so the only two you can say for sure is that if you go like once you're in a room if you go Mm -hmm. back through the door that you came through that seems to take you to a random room you've already been to any doors on the right seem to always lead to this flesh hallway.
1: Okay.
0: And can't quite be certain, based on what you've seen so far, what the pattern is for left and forward.
1: All right. So I'm going to relay to them that I believe we should start going into left or forward rooms, because we don't seem to be getting anywhere with back and or right.
3: Yeah, I uh, I think I agree with you 100%. I guess perhaps if we, like, I don't know if we need to somehow try to get back to a room we've been in somehow. I guess we could try to backtrack, but yeah, for now, let's just... Wait, no, but- forward. If we go through a door and then close it and then try to go through it again, he said that we would go to a room we had already been in. But randomly. it'd be
1: a random one.
3: I know, but it's a way to possibly get back to a place we need to go.
1: Okay, let's try that. I'm
3: trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense right now. <laughs>
1: Alright, let's try forward to a new area. Forward? Forward, march. Okay.
3: For- forward, it is okay. Good-
0: Okay, so you walk your way down the, the flash hallway to that little cul-de-sac with the three doors. You head through the door going forward, and you enter into a smallish room with exposed cobblestones and stone walls almost reminds you of like a guard room in a tower there is a chandelier suspended above a table that is in the middle of the room there are two high-backed chairs kind of like um, scooted right up to the table Um, on top of the table there is a clay jug um, two clay flagons there are iron candlesticks standing in the corner of the room their candles look like they've, you know, melted away a long, long time ago. Also on the table and directly like directly in the center of the table is a deck of cards. And there are doors to the left. Um, straight ahead and...
2: I'd like to inspect the deck of cards, please.
0: As you walk up to the deck of cards, you see that the back of them is decorated with an eye staring out of a seven-pointed starburst. As you go to reach for the deck, three cards come off the top of the deck and land face down in a row right in front of you.
2: Do I recognize this symbol? No. Mm. It wants me to pick one, doesn't it? What do you think? Hmm... I'm gonna pick the left one.
0: As you reach forward for that card, it flips itself and reveals a nine of swords. Oh boy. A slash opens across your chest, your robes and skin opening like an invisible zipper. Oh. It's not deep, but deep enough that you begin bleeding profusely. Then in rapid succession, eight more slashes as if from unseen blades spring into existence all over your body you're going to take nine damage. I ah, mean, he's practically dead now.
4: Um, do we know what the other suits are in fantasy poker? Or...
0: <laughs> in the most common decks in this realm, there's swords, blood, cups, and coins. Ah, so
4: cups and coins sound good. Sword and blood, bad. Maybe. I mean, maybe we'll <laughs>
3: get more blood back. <laughs> Okay. Does anybody else want to, like, pick up a card, or we think we should... Nope, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Does it, it, like, whenever he did that, did the cards go back and then, like, settle? Nope. There's the one card face up, and there's two face down.
4: Are they in a row? Like, one, two, three? Mm -hmm. Hans walks up and goes to pick up the one on the right.
0: As you approach the table, three more cards come off the top of the deck and line up in front of you.
3: Right. Are you choosing the right, or are you just yeah, saying the choosing the right, the right word? card.
0: Oh. As you as you reach forward for the cards, the one on the left flips over, <laughs> and it is the Jack of Coins. And you hear like a clink of of metal in your pouch, and it seems like you maybe have a hundred more gold pieces in your Dang. pouch than you did just a moment ago.
4: Fucking a! Okay, if Hans tries to reach again, will another one flip?
0: There's one way to find out. Hans reaches again. Another one flips over. It is the King of Cups. And you feel a slight irritation on your forearm. And you see now the King of Cups is now like branded onto your forearm.
4: So now I am King. (laughs) What does it mean?
0: (laughs) Hans reaches a third time. Okay. The third card flips over and it is the Five of Blood who are healed
3: for five hit points.
0: Damn. <laughs> you suck, and Leandros. that's it for him?
3: <laughs> it seems like it, yes. Like no other cards come out? No. I'm going to walk back up there.
1: I think the cards post. might be a good judge of character, so maybe you don't want to walk back up.
3: As
0: Leandros reaches for the cards, the middle one flips over, Let's and see. it is the Two of Blood, uh, <sighs> so you get two hit points back.
3: I'm at 13 now. Oh, man. I wonder if we all have to do this to get, like, the thing.
1: Okay. I don't know. We, Thomas, do we it, have to do this to get a thing? Do your
3: worst, that. game I master. <laughs> I would take the right.
0: Okay. And your right card is the six of blood. So you get six more hit points back.
2: That was very anticlimactic. It's good for you, though.
1: Yeah.
3: Anybody more else? On.
1: I guess we'll both approach it.
3: Oh, um, you know, speak for yourself. But, yeah, we're both going to approach it, I guess. <laughs> like them and say, I'm feeling pretty
4: good now
3: after that, so... Well, don't worry. I'm sure all the worst ones are for us. <laughs> Who's going first? I'd like to think that we both, like, step up as, like simultaneously and, like, both try it at the same time kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Cards slide off the top of the deck
0: and land in a row. Three in front of each of you. Calico, your first card is the Ten of Blood... So that heals you for 10.
1: What if I'm not injured?
0: If you have a debility, you can get rid of that. Quinn, your first one is the 10 of coins. You have 100 more gold. Nice. I like this room. (laughs) Calico's next card is the queen of coins. So that is... You get 120 gold. Ooh. guys didn't want to do it. I hope I
3: get that. Ace of Spades.
0: Uh, Quinn, your second card is the Eight of Swords. Um, So slashes up here all over your body, that's eight damage. Great. And Calico, your final card is the Ace of Coins. So that is uh, 140 uh, (laughs) coins for you. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> Quinn, your third card is the three of blood. So you get three of your hit points back. Does anything else happen? Notice. Nope.
1: <laughs> Alright, so we keep walking.
0: So you've got doors on the left, right, and straight ahead.
1: Or straight or uh, left?
0: Straight or left. No, more, or right. Left. no
1: more right. Because right always takes us back to the hallway of nasty. And Thomas always says moist and I hate it.
4: <laughs> but it seems like left straight was a nice Pretty one bad. right now.
1: So, should we go All straight right, again? So let's go straight again. Okay.
0: The door opens up yeah. into a library.
1: <gasps> uh,
0: Yay! The shelves Yay! contain the hundreds of, of books. The room is about 30 by 40 feet. A large oak desk dominates the from where you're standing the right corner of the room. The legs are carved to resemble coiled dragons. Behind it is a chair of similar design. In the opposite corner of the library, there's a and there's an assembled suit of plate mail clutching a sword. On the desk, there's a few piles of paper and a large leather-bound volume. Front of the desk is an iron candelabra fashioned to resemble a hydra with nine heads.
1: I'm gonna turn to Lee Andrews and say, do don't do anything to piss off the random suit of armor that is armed.
4: Someone should go inspect the paper. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll
1: go look okay can i look at the books to see if like any of them have secret passageways anywhere like open secret passageways sure
0: um roll your trap stuff eight okay so you get one hold and you can use that hold to ask is there a trap here and if so what activates it or you can ask what does the trap do when it's activated or you can ask what else is hidden here
1: I'm going to ask what else is hidden
0: here. As you are making your way down the shelves, kind of like you're poking the books, maybe pulling one every now and then, you find one book that like is facing like perpendicular, and when you move that behind it is a small clockwork chinchilla. Okay. Its face, arms, legs, and tail are all made out of silver, uh, but its body is made out of like a glass globe, so you can see the gear works as they spin. Sticking out of its right side is a small key, like you'd expect to be able to wind it up. Is it a key that's not a key?
1: Would the key get us out of the house? Can I discern realities on the key?
0: What would you be looking for in the key? Like what are you doing with this key?
1: Um seeing if it like resembles the locks on the doors that we couldn't open?
0: It seems to resemble the little slot in the side of the clockwork chinchilla.
4: Wind <laughs> it up. Wind
1: that bitch up. All right.
2: Can I can I inspect the paperwork on the desk?
1: Oh, I wanted to play with the chinchilla. All right. Let her wind it up. I you see can wind plays.
0: up the chinchilla. Yeah. Um, All
1: right. I, I have wound up the chinchilla.
0: Um, <laughs> starts kind of like scurrying around on like the little the shelf that it's on, kind of like sniffing, acting like a living chinchilla except that it's little you know little clicks and whirs as a, as its gears move inside and then if like once it's kind of scanned that little area it kind of like it turns and looks at you and like sits up uh like on its hind legs like it's uh like waiting for you
1: uh, maybe you should put it on the floor sure okay i'll put it on the floor it's on so just
0: it runs a little circle around your feet and then comes back to right in front of you And again, kind of like sits back on its hind legs, uh, so it can look up at you.
1: Can I ask it if it knows the way out of here?
0: When you ask that, it runs over to the door on the right side of the room and starts kind of like scratching at it.
4: This goes against everything we know.
1: Yep. Okay. Are you sure?
0: It turns and looks at you and like stops scratching and then goes back and like starts scratching at the door again.
4: Leandros, what do those papers say?
0: Yes. While Calico is looking around the shelves and then proceeding to play with her new clockwork pet, Leandris has been going over the papers and the books on the desk. Um, most of the papers don't seem to have anything like important on them. Some of it is just like you know an index of some of the books in the library. A lot of them are like history type books or like almost like a almost like a family tree type kind of book and like you know then listing the different family members. You do find another note like the other notes that you found. This one is in a very even, very neat handwriting. It says, "The Dryston family continues to be gracious and incredibly hospitable, even though the storm from which SK and I took refuge has raged into its third day. There is something strange, however." The Drysons have invited us several times to take a meal with them. However, each time that we arrive, the servants are clearing the plates as if the Drysons have already finished their meal. The Drysons very graciously offer us a place to sit, and food is brought out for us to eat. And though I would never wish to speak ill of a host who had taken us in and been so kind to us, it is a bit strange to eat a meal with a family sitting at the table simply staring at you. I think tomorrow morning I shall try to get to the dining room before we are summoned to see if I can catch the Drystons still at the food. And then the rest of the note is has been torn off. The book on the the center of the desk is, seems to be full of a number of like spells and incantations of a dark nature. Um, I would like to take that. It would take, take you that. some time to to study it to like to you know get anything mm-hmm. out of it, but yeah, you can definitely take. I will take it. Okay. Uh, are there any other books of note that I would see? Scanning over, like, the like the list that you found, not, nothing really jumps out at you. Again, most of them seem to be, like, um, genealogy-related. There's a few, like, art books. There's a few um, geography or, like, history of the region sort of
3: books. If he mentions, like, art books, is it, like, what kind of art? Like, just, like, drawn up kind of thing, or...? They seem to be more like the like
0: the discussion of like how to know you're you're spending your money wisely on a tapestry, like how to you know oh, okay. which
3: tapestry is worth more. There's no um, like sort of um, thing. there's no like family album slash artwork like to actually like maybe see pictures of what these people look like.
0: Yeah, I think you could you could definitely find uh, like there's a Dryston family album there that kind of goes through, again, like their, their family tree back several generations. The pictures that are in that book, some of them are like some of the pictures that you've seen in, in various rooms throughout the house. The rest of them obviously have like a very strong physical resemblance to them. And it looks like the, the Dryston family goes back um, six or seven generations, all seem to have lived in this house. I would um, I would
2: just like to make it known I do not know how to spell incantations. <laughs> that is
0: all. That's fine. <laughs> as long as you know what it means, yeah. yeah um, I'll probably look back at it and not remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing of note, which I apologize for bearing the lead, but as you look into the fireplace among the cold ashes... There is a human foot in a ring
3: of frost. I feel like we would have looked through the fireplace. I didn't, I didn't know that there was one. That's why, yeah, that's why I mentioned it now. I'm sorry. Gotcha.
0: I will take it. Okay. Right. It is cold to the touch, like the other body parts that you have picked up. Look, I know this sounds weird, but I feel like these are going to be important. That's about it for the room, unless you guys want to spend more time, like, just going through the books.
3: Yeah. Okay. We got what we need.
0: So there's a door to the left and there's a door straight ahead from where you came in, and then one to the right, which is where Calico's little chinchilla is sit- is now sitting and just waiting.
3: Should we follow your little friend there, Calico?
1: Well, um, we could try it. It's not a terrible idea. Could
3: at least see maybe if we can find another pattern to those at all. I'm fine with trying to go out the door. To the right it is. Okay.
1: And we're um, back in the most nasty hallway
0: the the door opens up into the flesh hallway again and the, the chinchilla goes scurrying ahead into the shadows as you kind of make your way down the hallway following the, the chinchilla you can hear like it's, it's skittering ahead in the in the darkness when you come to the little cul-de-sac at the end of the hallway the chinchilla is sitting next to the right or the door to the right
1: okay so we try that door
0: yeah I think we we'll are keep going okay uh, this door opens into a spiral staircase. The the stairs and the walls and the ceiling again have that uh, intestine flesh-like look to them. the The stalagmite type things um, are no longer on the like the floor or the ceiling. It's just it seems to be pretty just like straight flesh, except for the stairs which has a very thin coating of like little coarse black hairs sticking out of it and the stairway goes down into the shadows and the little clockwork chinchilla begins jumping down the stairs
1: right so i'm gonna follow it
0: okay you walk down these stairs for probably about a good half hour or so (laughs) um always hearing that chinchilla just, just ahead of you, kind of like, little <coughs> click, click, click. <coughs> At the bottom of the stairs, when you finally get there, you come to another small cul-de-sac. There are three doors, one to the left, one straight ahead, and one to the right. The chinchilla is sitting uh, next to the door on the right.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, turn it.
4: I don't think it's let us down
0: yet. Oh, I mean, it let us down, but... <laughs> uh, so uh-uh. this door opens up into another hallway but this one is fairly short the flesh-like walls all around but this hallway after only about like 20 feet ends in like a large it looks like almost like a like a bank vault type door except that the part that you would spin on a bank vault seems to be made of humanoid body parts mostly arms and legs and tied to that that like vault wheel is a corpse that is spread eagle as you get a little bit closer it seems to be missing its ears one of its feet um one of its hands one of its eyes and its tongue and the chinchilla is sitting in front of the door looking back waiting for you
1: okay So we don't have
0: the hand no we we don't
3: have the hand
1: oh fuck oh no are you fucking serious i thought we saw the hand no, yeah, we had the hand because we had the joke about if we had Thin with us, then we could give him a hand back, right? That
0: sounds ears. like a great joke that I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> you should have ears, an eye, a tongue, and a foot. Oh,
1: no, oh. yeah, I, oh, I, I don't think we have a hand, hand joke. Hand. I remember the hand joke. We <laughs> found the hand somewhere. It happened.
2: It yeah, was. I mean, like, how many times have we made Thin hand jokes over, like, like, the last
3: two years?
1: No, so but you like, might have made, the, I, you made no that. You no. might have made that joke with
3: Zen's actual hand.
1: I know what happened here <laughs> in this one because I made a joke about it was weirdly collecting body parts and how it was his hand.
2: I don't remember that.
1: It was there. I. It was in that one room. <laughs> oh,
3: that one room. Oh, yeah. the one. Yeah, the okay, one. Okay,
1: hold on. Room. Give me a second. Give me a second.
3: Anyway. I... Maybe Calico can have her pet direct us to maybe where the hand is. Yeah, ask her.
1: Okay, or, I will have her take us to chinchilla her. Chinchilla to take us where the stupid hand is that I know we already found once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, spoiler alert. I know where the hand is and you haven't been there. The small chinchilla looks up at you and its little face twitches in a mechanical approximation of life. It then scurries between your legs and begins scratching at the door you just came through. The door leading back into the shifting rooms, bleeding hallways, and unknown horrors of the Dryston Manor. For joining in our Wild Endeavors. If you've enjoyed sharing our adventures with us, you can let us know by reaching us at Wild Endeavors on Instagram and Twitter, or in the review sections of iTunes. Better yet, if you've been enjoying the story so far, tell a friend about us. If you haven't enjoyed our endeavors, please send your hate mail and hurtful comments to Adam Rogers at NPCU Later and Nick Feely at RollPlus Nick, both on Twitter. As always, Thank you to Kevin MacLeod for the great music. And we hope you join us again next week as we continue our wild endeavors.
4: Thomas, I really hope that you found this like house thing like in a book somewhere because if not, it's pretty fucked up. Just came <laughs> up with <it. laughs>
0: uh, I took bits and pieces of it from yeah, uh, from yeah bits and pieces it. of lots of people, and you kind of smushed them together into a house. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was a bunch of things, and then uh, just then just me like a couple of members like what's the most messed up thing we can have here. Okay.